Hello, I'm Adir Ramdarshan. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Royal Mail podcast and the penultimate part of our six-part series on the subscription box economy. At this time of year, there's really only one topic worth talking about, food and drink. Our research found that the food subscription box market was worth an estimated £129.2 million in 2017, and 74% of subscription consumers buy into at least one food and drink service. In this episode, we'll hear from businesses offering pasta and chocolate through your letterbox. We'll also hear from industry experts and a customer of our friends and bacon experts, Cure and Simple, to find out why so many of us are opting to swap the supermarket for the subscription box. To start us off, we asked Pritta Das from allsubscriptionboxes.co.uk what recent trends she'd noticed in food and drink subscription boxes. I think what I've noticed over the past two years in particular is that at the beginning, the food boxes were largely in the more gifting space. So were receiving either nice wine or candy or a specific type of snack, for instance. From snacks, I think we've now moved away to to meal preparation, to healthy eating kits as well, as people have less time and just want to be able to receive the exact amount of food for that meal they know what they need they don't have to go and source uh, very exotic ingredients at their local tesco and boxes are a great way to be able to get dietary um, nutrients but also to be able to eat different types of food quite easily it's true subscription boxes do offer an easy method of getting hold of ingredients and types of food that might otherwise have been too costly or difficult to track down Our research has shown that niche food and drink products represent a strong growth opportunity. There are plenty of opportunities to cater for specialised diets, with shoppers often appreciating a helping hand when it comes to deciding what to eat. One man who certainly seems to have identified a niche is Alex Savelli, founder of Pasta Evangelists. We asked Alex why he thought businesses such as his pasta subscription box were flourishing. Subscriptions at Pasta Evangelists are growing very quickly. And the main reasons behind this growth, I would say, are twofold. Um, on one hand, is the strength of our product. Uh, and our product, is a, our pasta and our sauces, can, you cannot find them in stores. Except for Harrods, mind you, where we launched uh, four weeks ago. But apart from that, our fresh pastas and fresh sauces and garnishes are literally not, not available in any supermarkets, probably in the world. Because we make ragouts, pestos, tortelloni, uh, and, and, and hundreds of different types of pastas which are not available in stores. And so this uniqueness, this um, italianità, which means the Italianness, is something which is not available uh, to buy. So we have a, a pretty unique offering in terms of product. Um, the, other, the other aspect of this equation is the concept of convenience. And, our, and, and Pasta Evangelist subscription is extremely convenient. I would say for two or three reasons. One is that it's you know, an online offering. You order it from your phone or from your, from your laptop. It arrives to your home the following day. We ship across the UK. Indeed, 70% of our sales are nationwide and only 30% are London-based. And the box fits through the letterbox in London and the box fits in your fridge. Finally, unlike other recipe boxes which take 30, 40, 50 minutes to prepare, our pasta and sauces are ready in three minutes. So in three minutes, you've cooked a meal for yourself or for your companion or for your family. So it's super fast, but yet it's amazing taste. Top quality products and convenience seem to be the key to success in the food and drink market. But would consumers say the same thing? 
having spoken to Charlie Piper, founder of bacon delivery service Cure and Simple, earlier in the series, we wanted to find out what its consumers thought of the service. So we spoke to Stephen James and asked him why he first subscribed to Cure and Simple. The subscription box for bacon, I actually first got it as, as a gift. I mean, it was quite a, an unusual gift to give. give and uh, I kept that going for the initial period, obviously, and then um, decided to, to, to keep that going myself. Every fortnight I get a delivery of bacon through the letterbox. Uh, it's different every every time. One day it could be just uh, basic uh, streaky bacon. The next it could be um, air-dried pancetta or black treacle bacon. There's a, there's a variety of maybe a dozen types. And I've just left it so it's actually a random selection. So I get a different one. And there's a sort of an element of surprise, I guess, every fortnight when it uh, lands on the doorstep. Clearly, whoever bought Stephen his initial subscription knew what they were doing. But what does Stephen think are the most important qualities in a subscription box? I mean, I think the, the quality has to be very good because I just wouldn't want to be so delivered things which you could quite easily get for yourself. And it's, it's nice to get a certain amount of variety and, as I say, so, so surprise in something that uh, is something you can actually just you know, look forward to in a small, small way. I think the main advantage with subscription boxes is, is the convenience involved, really. It's, uh, if something's out of reach during your normal daily life and routines, to let others do make selections for you and, and package up something and allow Royal Mail to deliver it to your doorstep, then it's, uh, it's, a, it's a blessing, really. So we've had pasta, we've had bacon. It's only right that we finish with dessert. And that comes courtesy of chocolatier Bala Croman, who started a business chocolate seller a decade ago and has recently branched out into subscription boxes. Bala told us how she first got started. I first started doing subscription boxes because we make very seasonal chocolates and we used to get customers coming to the farmer's market initially and they would miss out if they missed the farmer's market and they couldn't always make it because it wasn't convenient to them. So they started asking if we could send out a monthly box to them. So that's how we started off. Um, I actually started making chocolates after I read the book Chocolat by Joanne Harris. Absolutely loved the film and wanted that life really. Um, it was amazing and I love making chocolate now. I find it an absolutely fascinating subject that can carry so many different things with it. Um, and we love playing about with flavours. Bala makes the life of a chocolatier sound truly idyllic. But why does she think customers want to sign up to her subscription box? When people subscribe to our business, I think they're looking for a brand that they can trust. I think they're looking for a story. Um, they're wanting to know more about us and why we do what we do. They're interested in what flavours we've come up with, what ideas we might have. Um, so, so they enjoy chatting to us about our products. We often get emails uh, with a little bit of feedback about what we've done. So I think they enjoy interacting with us and seeing what we're coming up with all the time. Um, this year for Christmas, we have our Christmas selection every year. Um, so we've put, we always put in a few special flavours like a chocolate mince pie, a little chocolate Christmas pudding. Uh, we've done rum and chestnut this year and an espresso martini. Um, so we're always trying to add in a few new flavours, um, especially in our Christmas boxes. And I think this Christmas, um, a lot of people have been looking for the cocktail menu, really. Um, I, I'd say, uh, the espresso martini has been a top hit. Espresso martini chocolates? Count me in. So it seems in the ever-expanding food and drink subscription box market, there's something for everyone. And if you can't find what you're looking for, 
then why not follow in Bala's footsteps and create it yourself? That's all we have time for this week. Thank you for listening. We'd like to wish all our listeners a very happy Christmas. We'll be back in the new year. See you then.